0: So it's a bit of an interactive class Q&A question and answer to, to make sure that everyone understands the, the topic and the subject that we're talking about so what is Vedanta has anyone heard this before what is Vedanta anyone anyone Vedanta, Vedanta it's a Sanskrit word Veda means knowledge. Anta means end. It's an ancient philosophy. The Vedas teaches us how to live life. The end of the Vedas is where the Upanishad is, which is the philosophy of, philosophy of the Vedas. So what does this knowledge teach us? Why, do, why does everyone need to get up at 10 o'clock Sunday morning to listen to this? What, what does uh, this knowledge mean? It teaches us how to live life. We're all living life. How do we know we're living it to the best of our ability?
1: Who teaches us how to live life? How do we know what our potential is? What is life? Life is yourself contacting the world. Every day you contact the world, different experience. From that
0: experience you get pleasure or unpleasure. What is everyone looking for in life? Dev, you have your mic off. What is everyone looking for in life?
1: Um, happiness
0: and stress less life. mic on there? Peace and happiness. This is, this is what all of us are looking for. Anyone not looking for peace and happiness, you're in the wrong class.
1: What does this knowledge do? It helps you achieve that. Once you study this
0: subject, it makes you more independent, makes you more self-sufficient,
1: more successful in life. Gives you peace and happiness. So why do we need to learn this subject well as i said peace and
0: happiness which is what we're looking for what's happened is in the past the world has been improved scientists have spent all their time improving the world just in our lifetime in the last 30 40 years how much change has happened for my lifetime we've had from black and white tv to color tv we've had phones, mobile phones, computers, we can now (coughs) fly to any part of the world we want to. Life is made so easy.
1: Who's done all that? Scientists. They've improved the world so that everything's at our doorstep. Now we can order something online, we can have it delivered the same day. Life is so easy for us. So why are we still unhappy? Why are we
0: still stressed out? As they've said, to reduce stress, why are we still stressed out? Does anyone- we always want more. You want more? We always want more. You want more. Yep. Yeah. Why are we still stressed out? Because nobody has bothered to look at the individual. How do you develop the individual person? Yes, the world is a wonderful place and has been improved so much, but who's been concentrating on the individual person? Who's helped you to develop your personality? Who's helped you to contact the world in the right way? This is the problem.
1: People are more stressed out than they were 20 years ago. Even though the world is improved so much, people are more stressed out now. Why?
0: because no one has bothered to develop themselves. This is what the subject teaches you. The systematic study of ancient philosophy given to us 10,000 years ago on how to develop the personality. See, these great sages, they used to live in the mountains, in the Himalayas, in the caves, meditating. What did they do? They went within to find out what makes me function, what makes me tick, who am I, what is my purpose, what is my goal. We don't have that, we cannot do that. One, we don't know how, and two, it's very difficult for us. But this is what this knowledge teaches us. Even though it's thousands of years
1: old, the laws are the same. First of all, don't misunderstand, this is not a religion. Okay, this is philosophy.
0: All religions are based on certain parts of this philosophy, but this is no religion. These laws are relevant to every human being, regardless of what religion they follow. If you put your finger in the fire, your finger will burn. It doesn't
1: matter what religion you follow, because these are the laws of life. So, this subject develops you, the human being. How does it develop you? Well, first of all, what is a human being made of? What is a human being made of? Fightings from the earth. Yeah.
0: What is a human being made of? Anyone? We call it Panch Tattva. Huh? We call it Panch Tattva? Panch yes, that's right. But in more basic, simple terms, what is a human being made of?
1: Um, a soul and a vehicle to live life. Of
0: Man- body, Mind, body, yes. intellect. Mind, body. But- Every human being is made of. The body the physical body when you look at each other you see their physical body so it's the physical body and the mind everyone's minds are different everyone has different emotions different likes different dislikes and the intellect which is what we call buddhi in Gujarati so every human being is made of the body mind and the intellect so these are the three components that we
1: contact the world with. And these are the three components that we need to develop. There's one more thing a human being is made up of which we're not familiar with.
0: And this is the spirit. Atman, Brahman, God principle, whatever you want to call it. Something within us that enlivens your body, your mind, and your
1: intellect, without which you will not function. This is the spirit. This is our true personality. In
0: the scriptures it says, you are not this body, mind, intellect, you are the
1: spirit, you are the self. What is this self? Example,
0: it's like electricity. A bulb can only light up with electricity. A heater can only heat with electricity. A cooler can only cool with electricity. So all these different functions can only happen with electricity. all do different things. Change the light color of the light bulb. He still needs electricity, the color may be different, but without electricity, cannot function. Similarly, without the self, the spirit, a human being cannot function. That is your true personality. But anyway, less about that for now. This subject deals with the internal principles of life. Educates you on how you function, what makes you tick, how to develop that. Once you understand that and you develop your personality, when you contact the world, the result is
1: peace and happiness. Everybody's looking for peace and happiness. This is the avenue of how to do that. Everyone believes peace and happiness is in the world, that's why we're all running after it. That's fine, but later on you'll find out that actually it doesn't exist. So you can only get peace and happiness if you contact the world correctly. This is what we need to learn. Also, everyone is different. Every person
0: is different. Different things make different people happy. Why? Because everyone's mind is different. Everyone's looking for different things. Everyone has different desires.
1: One person likes to smoke. The other person hates smoking. The cigarette being the same thing, gives happiness to one, unhappiness to another. You go to see a movie, to, you and your partner goes to see a movie. One person
0: loves the movie, wants to see it again. The other person thinks, "What? Well, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. The
1: movie being the same, why? Different desires, different emotions, different mind. Person is leaving their partner because it brings them misery. Can't
0: stand that person. I want her or him out of my life. Another person is
1: waiting to marry that same person. Brings happiness to one, unhappiness to another. Why? So the conclusion is that happiness isn't actually in the person
0: or the object. Happiness is in the right contact. this is exa- this is what we are studying with the subject if you want from a spiritual perspective these this way of life these rules these regulations this philosophy is contained in the bhagavad gita part of the study course we do we we look at the bhagavad gita but we look at it from a philosophical point of view we look at what krishna Said to Arjuna how to make him fulfill his purpose in life. So we look at Bhagavad Gita from a philosophical point of view. There is the devotional aspect, but we give more to the philosophical side. Why? Because it teaches us how to live life. And what we learn, you can actually put it into practice. Those of you who are staying today for our regular class at 10.30, um, if you stay for the class and you take in just maybe 10% of what we discussed today and you practice it, you will see the difference in your life. If you don't practice what we learn, there'll be no change. But this is very practical knowledge.
1: And if you are a human being, You cannot function correctly in the world without this knowledge. So human is made up of matter and spirit. Mind, intellect is matter. The spirit is the Atman. Without the Atman you cannot function. So, when you identify with your body,
0: your mind, and intellect, which everyone does, you become a world physical person. When you identify with the spirit within you, the Atman, you are considered a spiritual person. This is the difference. What makes you spiritual when you identify with the Atman within you? So it's it's a science just like you study physics chemistry maths any other science you study this subject in the same way you experiment with it you don't take anything granted if i say this is how it is no you have to understand it you have to practice it you have to believe it if it works for you then you accept it doesn't matter what it is how i say it you don't need to trust me
1: and believe what i say you need to put it in practice in your life it makes sense. Then you then you carry on with it. This subject does take some effort.
0: If you go to the gym because you want to become fit, you know the, how much how much effort you need to put in to get your physical body fit. If you want good emotions, you need to put in effort. You need you want to study. You want to become a doctor. You want to become a Teacher, you need to study, put effort into studying so you're intellectually sound. Similarly, you have to put in effort to study and practice.
1: Only then it will have the desired effect. But one
0: thing for sure, when you study this subject, carefully, honestly, you put in the right effort, The results are astounding.
1: The difference in your life it will make, you'll be surprised, very shocked. Your relationships with your partner will
0: become better, with your children will become better, you'll be more focused, you'll be more conscientious,
1: you'll be able to achieve and achieve in life. Most of all you'll find peace and happiness.
0: The first thing you need to do when it comes to this subject is understand your ignorance. The ignorance means lack of knowledge. Even Einstein, greatest mind, was asked in an interview about his level of knowledge. And his reply was, what is my knowledge compared to my ignorance? So you need humility to study this subject. The minute you think you already know, The shutters are closed you do not absorb anything you have to approach the subject
1: afresh when you do that you absorb everything that's been taught with knowledge comes humility they go hand in hand
0: you know even when you look at these uh, books with sages in front and there's people he's teaching they're all sitting on the floor Showing humility, you're my teacher, you're teaching me, I respect you, not that we need any, I, I need you to do anything like that, but with humility, you will absorb the
1: knowledge. That's the only thing I need you to understand. The minute you say, I already know, I've heard this before, that's it. So this is an overview of the subject. I've touched maybe 0.1% of the, the subject itself. Are there any questions? Anybody want any clarifications to what I've just said? Don't be shy. There are quite a few people
0: uh, already, um, as you will see at 10.30 when they join, there are quite a few people who are already studying this subject. People you know, um, but it's not been uh, marketed um, in the so much. This is the first time we're marketing it properly. Uh, now people have more time as well. So I thought it was a good opportunity for people to expose themselves to this subject.
1: It won't change the way you are. It'll just make you a better human being. Yeah, you um, told about
0: understanding the ignorance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then ignorance would be a very broad term, isn't it? Uh, like, yes. if it's the relationship between two persons, then if you have ignorance about other people's demand or desires, uh, basically it's a lack of knowledge. Uh, then you will not empathize, isn't it? Yeah, ignorance. When I say in ignorance, is that. People may hear something and say, oh, I already know that. Yeah. So when your mind says, I already know that, you automatically shut off. No matter what is said after that, you don't take it in. So what we're saying is approach this subject from a fresh perspective. Forget anything you know. It's fine. Whatever you know, it's, it's fine. But what, approach it from a fresh perspective, because that is the easier way to understand this subject. See so may have heard snippets of similar things in life from other books or in other teachings. But because it's a systematic studying, yeah, it's better to approach it from scratch. And for that, you need to understand that I know nothing. Any subject, you must approach it with that,
1: from that perspective. Then you take in the maximum knowledge. So what happens is then, if
0: I say something or someone says something and you have some idea of, some, of that topic already, you're comparing it to what you already know, rather than taking it in fresh.
1: And when you're doing that, you're not actually taking it in. So this is what we're saying. We study this subject scientifically from the beginning to the end
0: beginning it teaches you all about life who you are your purpose and the world analyze it and then slowly slowly it takes you to the goal of life which we will which we won't discuss now.
1: so um can we say uh poor listening skill can be one of the reason for
0: lack of knowledge or ignorance sorry Deb, can you repeat that uh, a lack of proper hearing skills. Uh, we we tend to speak before we hear. Yeah. Many times. Yeah. So we we, we the thing is, what happens is we react because our ego comes in the way. Yeah. I know about this. Yeah. And we compare our knowledge to other people, which nothing wrong with that. But when you're studying, then it's best to absorb what is said think about it, understand it, question it, get a better understanding. Because if you keep comparing to what you already know or your opinion, then you don't take it in. It's, it's the correct way of studying. If you're in school. You don't challenge, challenge a teacher every time she says something. No, I heard this and my parents told me this, So you can't be right. She may not be right, but you don't challenge them. You, can, you may question what she says,
1: so this is the right way of studying to show humility and just take in what it said. And then let it, uh, then you can compare it to what
0: you know. That's fine. And if there's any clarifications, you can ask questions. So this subject is based on a question and answer kind of relationship with a
1: student. When you question, you absorb more. It doesn't matter what the question is. Everyone's level is different. Everyone's starting point is different. When it comes to this subject, everyone's starting point is different. It's based
0: on your past. And I'm just not talking about the past in this life, but past in as well. Everything's cause and
1: effect. So we understand these laws and rules of life You may know nothing, and you could bypass everyone, because it tricks in you. Any questions?